This is another episode of Who I Do, but it, it's different. This is a longer episode, so you will be hearing two parts. Enjoy the first part today. Happy listening. Welcome to another episode of Hue I Do. This is Ashley. And this is Edwin. Tania is still recovering. So um, we have our lovely guest co-host again. And we have a wonderful guest on the show today that is going to talk to us about everything wedding music. Guest, introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. My name is Mike Music. Um, I am a DJ uh, based out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, and actually, you know what, Maybe, let me not just minimize what I do. I, I don't just DJ. I like to call myself a curator of your wedding soundtrack. Nice. And, um, you know, it, it, it's because I'm not just selecting a couple songs here and there. I'm, I'm actually really doing a lot of research on the day and the cultures. And um, I like to put, put together the, the best soundtrack as possible for one of the most important days of the couple's life. And we appreciate it because honestly, when I think of every bride, or I mean, and groom, but when you talk to most couples, whether they're engaged, got married, what have you, the main thing they're really concerned about is the music for yep. the, like the <laughs> entire wedding, not even the reception. Right. So what you do is just as important as the dress <laughs> mm -hmm. as the food the photography you know you're essentially capturing that moment that everyone's going to remember so yeah like you know yeah. if uh, if it was a good wedding if the food was good and if the music was good like were you dancing Absolutely. the whole night or right. were you sitting down you know were you bored <laughs> <laughs> so. it's that's so so important i'm glad that you mentioned that because a lot of people um i find myself having to educate a lot of my potential clients because brides of course tend to focus mainly on like the venue and shoes and their dress right it's that those are like the three top most important things for them and for the, the grooms the fellas it's more so, you know, I just, just tell me where to, where to go and I'll show up in my suit or tux and let's get married. You know, th that's, that's usually the way it is. Um, but I have to kind of remind them that your DJ can make or break your wedding. Like he's literally responsible for your turn up. And so I'm, I'm glad that you, you realize the importance of the entertainment. It's one of, I know for us, one of the top vendors that when... I was talking to my planner and she was asking, you know, where are the top three vendors that you are concerned about? I'm like, DJ, caterer, photographer. And honestly, videography, I kind of like wrapped that all in one, but I'm like, those three things because everyone wants the party. Like every, and for some exactly. people, their relationship with music is more intimate and emotional. So you yes. really want that conveyed on your wedding day. It's not just oh, that's a cute song that I remember from back in the day. It's like, no, this is the song that I remember being played when, 
you know, like it takes you to a certain point in your life where maybe yeah, like absolutely. you first met that person or like you remember the first time you saw the music video and it made you feel a certain yes. way. And mm-hmm. then when you met that person, you felt that way again. And so you knew that when your wedding came, you wanted that song to be played again. Absolutely. So there are it, some I, songs that I listen to. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you what I was wearing, where I was the first time I heard it, and what I, <laughs> and what I felt. It's just like, yeah, wow. Same. Know, the same way about, um, I can tell you, I'll never forget when I first heard Buster Rhymes, um, put your hands where my eyes can see. Ah, like yeah. that to me, when I, when I first ah. heard that, I stopped everything I was doing and I just heard that beat. It was like, I was like, yo, what is that? Who is that? What is that? I, I need to I need to like really focus on what I'm hearing right now. And so right. it, it's 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 so important to choose the right DJ for your for your wedding, for your reception. One thousand percent. Completely agree. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of like, do we even go into the small talk? Right. Like, our <laughs> day? I just want to like get into the like, let's, let's just go straight into it. Like, cause, yeah, let's 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 go. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, yeah. All right. Let's, let's do it. Kick it off, it. No doubt. So, Mike, give us some insight as to what got you started. You know, how'd you get into this thing, and how long have you been doing it? How long, how long have you been curating wedding experiences? Um, so, DJing, I, I started at the age of thirteen. I am now forty-one, so I've been I've been doing it for a minute now. Um, and I, again, like I said, I was thirteen. I was the kid that would go to the to block parties just to see the DJ. Like I wasn't playing football or baseball with the kids on the block or, you know, playing, running around. I was, I was the kid that would stand by the DJ booth. Like it was kind of creepy now that I think about it because I would just, (laughs) I would just stand there and I would just watch because I was intrigued, man. And, and I, at the power that the DJ had by just his song selection. You were taking it all in. Yeah, I was taking it all in. I was just like, this is amazing. Like, he has so much power in his hands. And this is and this is not even guys who were just doing a lot of talking. You know, you've got different types of DJs, some that talk and they, they get the, the crowd engaged that way. Mm-hmm. But I was watching guys that were just playing the right tracks, that were doing transitions that had people like, oh, my God, that was dope. You know, and so I fell in love immediately with the art of DJing. So... Um, you know, I, I, after a couple uh, block parties, and you know, they started to realize you're that same kid that watched from the last one or from this event or from that event. You know, come on over and I'll, and I'll show you a couple things. And so awesome. that's, cool. that turned into, um, so man, I need you to carry my crates for me. You know, because back in the day, as you may or may not know, we had, we used vinyl, right? And so we oh, yeah. DJs put them all in the, in the crates and I carried crates, man. That was like my first task as a DJ in training. I carried crates for, um, you know, the local DJs that turned into, um, you know what, let me show you how to, how to hook up all of the equipment now. And so, um, I, you know, that, that's how I learned about hooking everything up. Um, and it, it was sort of like my, my introduction into, the engineering part and the technician part of DJing, you know, DJing isn't just music. There's a lot of audio knowledge one must have. Sure. And so that turned into, Hey man, um, you mind 
playing a few songs for me because I, I have to run away from the DJ booth for a second. I'll be back in 15 minutes. And, you know, just one thing led to another and I became Mike Music, you know, uh, and, and I actually got the name uh, from a, a band member. So I'm, I'm also a classically trained trumpet player. And so uh, Mike Music was born from being able to, to DJ, being able to play the trumpet. Uh, I also play the piano, I play percussion, I play several instruments. And so I remember one day in a band, um, one of the musicians was like, I can't just call you Mike or Mike Trumpet, you know, because that's what they used to call me back in the day, Mike Trumpet. They, he said, I have to, I have to call you Mike Music because you, you play it all, man. Like you, you are music personified. And so it just stuck. So I've had, the, I've had the name now since uh, I think it was like, um, like my second year of high school. So I, I, it, the name stuck, and that, that's, that's what I, what I am, Mike Music. I, I am music. Great stuff, man. Nice. And I love the fact that you have such a true history to it that actually dates back to like the art, like yeah, ground, the ground up, right? <laughs> okay, so moving into you as a musical curator um, and the politics of such. So, well, let's step back a little bit. How did you decide or when did you decide to go into the wedding industry? I don't remember exactly when I decided, but it was sort of, I liked, I remember liking the turn up, right? I've always liked to see a, a crowd having a great time, but I was never the club type of person. It's nothing against those who are really into the clubs. I, it's just not my not my scene, and I just felt like it 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 clashed with my spirit, you know. And I'm not trying to be all preachy, but it just clashed with my spirit, right? With with who I am inside. And um, I remember when was this? I'm trying to remember the exact date. I don't remember the date, but a fellow DJ had mentioned it. He says, you know, why don't you try doing um, just try doing a wedding. I didn't have any experience, of course, um, but I, I kind of watched what he would do and how he handled it. And I realized this is exactly what, I, what I'd like to do. So I, as you can see, I, I observe and if it sits well with my spirit or if it speaks to me, I attack it. I go all the way. And so I did my first wedding. Of course, it was a, a little rocky, you know, like anytime you do something for the first time. But I realized this is, this is, I can do this because it, it just didn't feel like, for lack of a better phrase, it didn't feel like a meat market. You know, that, that's, how I, that's how I kind of feel clubs are. It's, it's sort of like people are on the prowl. <laughs> and um, it didn't feel like that when I was um, DJing that wedding. You know, people were still having a good time. I enjoyed the loud music. I enjoyed the bump. And I enjoyed hearing the, the O's and the ah's, you know, when you play the right track, but it, it didn't feel like, it, it just felt happy. It, it felt happy. I, and I, mm-hmm. I also realized that I enjoyed celebrating love. Yeah. Right. I'm a, I'm a pretty sappy person. My wife will tell you, you know, <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, but I, I enjoy celebrating love. And to this very, very day, 
um, if I am part of the ceremony, because sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Um, if I'm part of the ceremony, I, I find myself texting my wife, like, you know, I love you so much. You know, it's just being part of being part of that crew that is celebrating love. It just, I don't know, it puts me, it puts me in a different place. And so I, I enjoy doing weddings. It's, and it's 99.9% of the, of the events that I do are weddings. Nice. Okay. Thinking kind of the logistics of it all, how far in advance um, should brides generally book you? I would say at least a year in advance. Um, I've been very blessed in my, in my career as a DJ. So I, I do book pretty quickly and pretty far in advance. So I would say at, at least a year. I mean, six, six to seven months is kind of pushing it. I would say about a year in advance. I, I'm, I'm actually booking people, booking couples for 2022. Oh, wow. To give you an idea. Yeah, so I've got about oh. five already booked for 2022, which is crazy. The, the, just, to, just to say that, hearing myself say that, that's, that's, that's just nuts. Right. Right, as we, as we said outside, 2020. Right. <laughs> like, that is three years away, kind of. Two and right. some and change. I, but I that, that that's amazing. <laughs> that, you know, they're, they're booking that far in advance. But I guess it's because they do realize just how important music is for them. And um, I find that my, my couples have done a lot of the, the research necessary. So when I, when I meet with them, when I do consults, a lot of times it's just like, we just wanted to chat with you for a second because we, we've already done a bunch of research on you and we know we want to hire you. We just want to kind of hear your voice and, and kind of get a vibe and that's it. So it's, I, I'm, I'm blessed, really. I really, really am blessed. Um, so again, to answer your question though, let me reel it back in to answer your question. It should, a, a year is um, preferred. Um, you maybe would also catch me if, if you, um, hire me eight months, seven months out, depending on whether it's peak time or off peak. But that's like the very, very minimum. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. So when booking you, Mike, what are you bringing to the table from a package standpoint? Are you focusing solely on the curation of the music with your DJ services or the other entertainment aspects you provide, like lighting, photo booths, anything else in your bag? Or are you just focusing in on owning that music part of the process? I, I do offer lighting and um, other other aspects of entertainment. So it's not just, I don't just offer my DJ services. Lighting, and lighting can be intelligent lighting, up lighting, um, AV. So we've got, we can provide um, televisions and um, now we also do provide LED walls, which is so exciting. I love, I, I just love the look of having a giant, you know, 10 foot by 12 foot screen behind me to, to display whatever the couple wants displayed. And we also provide, so when we're providing the video portion, I also like to throw in what I call um, a love story or a love collage where it's like a slideshow on steroids. It's, it's just a beautifully done um, video collection of, uh, or collage of video and, 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 and photos. So we, we, we kind of, we do it all. 
and, and also Sparks, which is um, one of the, the trends right now. And I would say it's probably going to go on for um, 2020, 2021. It's, it's still picking up that trend of indoor, indoor pyro. Oh, yeah, for sure. We went to a wedding that had the indoor pyro. Yes. I had never seen that before. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. It adds such a wow factor. And then you couple that with, uh, with the fog, the low-laying fog, or uh, what some people like to call the dancing on the clouds effect. Yeah. And now you've got like a super wow effect going on. Uh, the same wedding we went to uh, had both of those. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I... I did not even know that was a thing <laughs> at all. And, and, and they're adding more and more, like, like I mentioned um, just a second ago, LED walls is, I think that's also going to be trending. It's picking up slowly but surely. And I think that by late 2020, I think that's going to be like a staple in weddings. Well, we'll have to keep our eyes on out for that in the weddings to come. I'm not sure if we have any that we're going to next year outside of our own. <laughs> right. I, I, think I, I can think of one I think big it's one. slowly getting there. It's slowly getting there. I can see that though. I can definitely see that. So a couple has booked you. Do you generally consult with them about kind of their music selection or uh, music preferences beforehand? How does that, or um, yeah, just in general, how does that experience kind of go? How do you figure out the type of music or what music to play on their day? Okay, so I like to have video consults with my with my clients. Um, I feel like it's a little bit more personal. And so during our consult, um, where, where we're discussing their soundtrack, that's where I'll ask what the demographic that I'm dealing with is, because it's it's important for me to know that that I'm comfortable playing their choices of music. So now, when you before, I guess we'll rewind just a little bit before you even hire Mike Music. I've got a contact form on my website. And I do ask, what types of music are you interested in? And the reason I do that is because I want to make sure that I'm, I'm the right fit for my client. I'm not one of those guys that is just trying to book everyone and anyone. I want to make sure that I can hit, you know, hit the ball out the park every single time. So once my assistant says, hey, we've got this inquiry um, and here, you know, here's what the, the form looks like, I take a look at it. And if it's something that I feel like I can't, I wouldn't be able to knock out the park, I'll kindly just refer them to someone else. I've got a, a, a strong network of DJs that I know what their fortes are. And I'll say, hey, you know, I may not be the right fit for your wedding, but I know this guy is or that, or that DJ is. And so um, once they've hired Mike Music, you know, I, I, at that point, I already have an idea that I'm the strongest choice for them. So during our call, that's where we start to like get into the details of what the age group is, where's everyone from. Um, you know, I do a lot of Haitian weddings, um, Nigerian, Ghanaian, or any combination of those. And during that call, again, is, is where we're, you know, we'll discuss all of this, the minute details. Makes a lot of sense. I like how you're also respectful because kind of figuring out the demographic is like, okay, making sure that there's no like just raunchy or like real expletive filled like songs while grandma and auntie and, you know, are sitting around still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Right. And that's another thing that we discuss. You know, I, I purchase all of my music 
Um, so I'm making sure that I'm getting the radio versions. All of my music, they're, they're all clean, okay. all clean. That's important also because, like you said, uh, you don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to offend grandma. I don't want to offend, you know, parents, mom and dad. Um, what if there are children in attendance? You know, so I, it just wouldn't sit right with me to, to blast on a, you know, on, a, on an 8,000 watt system, you know, all of these curses, filth, florin and filth, you know, <laughs> so it doesn't, it, it wouldn't sit right with me. Definitely. Okay, cool. So now we're kind of tapping, getting to your inside, what you're seeing out here in the industry uh, from a music standpoint, a few different slices of what goes on on the big day. So when you're talking about the beginning of the wedding day as guests are arriving, what are you seeing more? Is there like a pre-made ceremony mix or playlist, uh, live musicians, traditional wedding music? What are you normally seeing kind of to kick things off as folks start to show up? This is sort of like part of our consult. Um, I will ask what types of music they'd like to hear um, during the prelude as, as guests are walking in. I also ask about cocktail and, of course, reception. Those are important because weddings to me and couples to me are not one size fits all. So I'm, I'm very careful to, to choose songs according to, their, to what we've discussed during our consult. And so I actually, I'll put together a playlist for every wedding. So it's, it, again, there's, there's no one size fits all. And I'm, it's not to talk condescendingly about any other DJ that kind of does. I know plenty of DJs that just have like, you know, a playlist, they sort of just play that for, for every wedding. I just choose to, to give my clients a boutique, like a personalized boutique experience. So I already know what's going to be played according to our consultation. Awesome. Okay. So I guess partially my next question is a bit selfish, but also out of curiosity. Uh, what songs do grooms typically enter the ceremony to, into, to the extent you've seen them do something with that? Hmm. This is, I know this is, this is probably not what you want to hear, but <laughs> because I, I, I try to offer a boutique experience, sure. I, I like to start off my consults by saying, whatever you saw or whatever you've seen on, let's say, Pinterest or whatever you've seen trending on, on Instagram, Take that, crumble it up, and throw it out because that was their wedding. Yours should speak to you personally. I like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's cool. yeah I, and once I say that, they go, oh, good, because we wanted to go with, you know, uh, Sam Smith because that seems to be what's, what's popping right now. And I go, no, nah, if that's not, if, if that is not who you would listen to on a regular day, Right. Then let's, why, why play it on your wedding day? If it means nothing to you, if there's no emotion attached to it, there's no history behind it, why, why even bother? You know, I, one thing I don't like is a cookie cutter wedding. Um, I like to tell my clients, if I was a fly on the wall, I didn't know you guys. Simply by listening to the music that you've chosen for your day, right? Your, your soundtrack should tell me a lot about who you guys are individually and as a couple. So once I speak in those terms, they go, oh, okay, great. You know, because I, I wanted to come out to, you know, um, Andre Three Stacks. And it's like, boom, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. You know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. And, and I've done that in the past. We, we've had, um, I've done even special mixes for clients. Um, I, I have a production background. So if, 
they are, um, if the couple is say is Haitian and um, Puerto Rican, I'll give you a perfect example. I have a client, they're Haitian and Puerto Rican. And they said, you know, we, we, we wanted something to represent both of our cultures, but we couldn't choose a song. So I said, well, what, what's the song that you had in mind? They told me the song and I said, you know what? I'm going to produce a custom track for you guys. And so that, and that's what we did. We, I took the song and I was able to um, hire some, you know, some, some musicians. Um, I also played some instruments, as I mentioned earlier. And so we, we recorded a personalized track for them. It's awesome. amazing. I kind of love that. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it a true, unique experience. You're not going to worry Absolutely. about seeing it. You know, the next wedding you go to next month or next year. It's like, no, this was our day. This was right. our Absolutely. soundtrack. And so that's my gift to them. At, at, after the wedding, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll load it into a, a USB for them and I'll mail it out and I say, here, that's, that's your track. No one on this planet can say they have the same track. That is that's dope. so cool. So whether it's for walking down the aisle or, um, being introduced or for the first dance i get a lot of those requests now so i guess the the word has spread so i get a lot of requests for custom first dance tracks that one off <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so if say a couple doesn't go that route what are i guess some of the as much as you know possible that you try not to have one couple do something they saw the next couple do but i feel like there's still going to be some trends so what are some popular songs you're noticing like for the bride to enter the ceremony too or um yeah yeah the bride entering the ceremony is it just beyonce or (laughs) i I was just about to say beyonce's big Beyonce's yeah, that, that big. Yeah. Um, no specific track, but just like Beyonce in general. So I, I think there may be f- four tracks that I've played several times this year or the past couple of years. Um, I can't think of them all uh, right off the top of my head, but I know EXO is one. Um, oh gosh, I wish I could think of them right off the top. Um, they'll probably come to me a little bit later in, in, the, in, in our chat. But uh, Beyonce's big. And so for the guys, I've actually had a few guys come out to, like Classic Man is, is a big one. Very solid, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's a solid, solid track. But also, like, This Is Why I Love You, that's a big one. It's, it's also big for first dances, but um, I'm finding that a lot of the guys now, um, they're thinking about their processional is more so to describe their love for their their bride as opposed to hey this is this is me coming down the aisle if that right. makes sense definitely so they're choosing songs that that are like the sam smiths um that describe you know how much i love this woman which i think is dope i think that's a dope trend absolutely that's good stuff. beautiful stuff that's nice um, I'm just trying to think i've also had you know a couple guys come out to like um meth and mary um, yeah. Ah, yeah, there it is. You know, yeah. God, I love right? that song. Like, <laughs> that she is really so does. dope. And a lot of times, again, if they if they feel like the songs, words, if the lyrics may be a little too harsh, um, we'll just use like an an instrumental version, for instance. Yeah. Or yeah, I, I'll kind of remix it so that certain words are not being 
said over you know they're, they're not yeah. saying certain words you know okay. so yeah nice ah oh, that song showed up in my um <laughs> spotify 2019 rap playlist and 2018 2017 uh, hey, right, hey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great song okay <laughs> um okay so the ceremony's over um the couples are you know man and wife now what um or popular songs are they playing when they're leaving the ceremony or what do they what's the like hey we're married song hmm. um i've done a lot of um a lot of uh west indian weddings this year um so a popular song believe it or not was party done basically meaning the party's over and so it's a very energetic soca um, so I've, I've actually played that quite a few times this year to, to end the night. I have found that my couples tend to want to end the night on a high note as opposed to toning it down and playing, let's say, a ballad. Yeah. And it, that works for me because as a musician, one of the things I learned, I, I'll never forget this. I remember one of my directors saying, um, whatever you do during the performance no one's really going to remember that. What they're going to remember are the first notes you played and then the last notes you played. So I, I took that to heart. And what's most important to me is what we do at the very beginning and how we finish, how we end the night. So I like to end on a high note. And, and a song like Party Done or Party Done is, is, is a perfect song to end to. Good stuff. Makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. So, you know, there's a lot of West Indians here, a lot of Haitians. For sure. Um, you know, there's a there's a, a big mix of us, like a big stew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I do play a lot of soca, a lot of um, compa, um, a lot of uh, merengue, bachata, salsa. I personally love salsa okay. music. Um, so yeah, you know, we've got like this mix, this this great mix, this great variety of cultures, and I'm I'm, I'm blessed to be able to say that I, I can not only play it, but I love it so much. I, this is music that I listen to on a regular basis. So I'm comfortable playing it. Awesome. And that makes a difference too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What you don't want is a DJ who is, who's never played soca. If you, or if you say, um, you know, how comfortable are you playing soca? And they're like, yeah, I'm so comfortable. And next, you know, they're playing like follow the leader or who let the dogs out, <laughs> you know? Um, oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm comfortable playing it. I I I I listen to soca on a regular basis. I listen to to compa on a re- on a regular. I, people think I'm actually Haitian, and I'm and I'm not. I'm actually um, my family is Dominican. Okay. So um, so yeah, I can play the merengue, salsa, and bachata, right? But um, I listen to so much soca. I, I, on the way um, here, on the way home, I was actually listening to, listening to soca, just like vibing on the train. And I feel like I'm going left field right now. But um, to answer your question, I like to end on a high note. And so w- one of the trending songs that I've been playing recently is uh, Party Done. And, I, and I'm sorry if I keep going left field, but I, oh, I'm no. very passionate when it comes to music. <laughs> awesome. It comes through. We love it. <laughs> so I, I was curious when I were talking about trends. So, so the cocktail hour kind of sits in a, a unique, a weird space for me in the you know, kind of run of the day for the wedding since it's, you know, after the ceremony, before the reception. So it's like a kind of like a dull roar in a sense. So do you notice any trends or do you typically have like an aspiration or vibe if you don't get a lot of insider guidance from the, the couple on how to kind of navigate that time frame? 
-hmm. a trend right now um live musicians okay that's 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 trending and i'm glad it is because being a, a musician myself i'm just i'm happy that people are um appreciating you know that live element saxophonists sure. are are big right now for for cocktail um but what i'm trying to do um not only to separate my music from from the rest of the crowd right but because i pride myself in providing a uh, a personalized service to my clients is that i'm i'm also trying to incorporate like salsa lessons or um we've done salsa lessons now for two or three weddings and it really caught on and, and so it's it's it, it, it's something that not many djs are offering um i've had i've actually had people say we've never seen this at a wedding and this was yeah. amazing because so awesome it, it really is you know um what, what else have we done oh, gosh there, there's so many things that we've done but salsa i, I would have to say a, a salsa lesson is really really cool or a what we call kisomba um, a kisomba lesson or some type of dance lesson it, and it kind of gets people up off of their seats yeah and you know it engages the crowd before we've even started the turn up so by the time the reception begins they are ready they're ready to have a good time you want a salsa dance at our wedding Eddie? <laughs> hey, don't, don't tempt me you know i okay. get out <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Okay. So continuing to kind of think about the reception in general, the DJ kind of helps facilitate the entrance of the bridal party. Are you seeing a lot of like the bridal party coming in all together, separately, individually, paired up? Yeah, the pair, the pairings, that's, um, that's kind of, we're not really doing that these days. I am finding that they're coming out either in groups of all of the fellas or all of the, the, the ladies or just one big group, the whole wedding party, which I, That's what I, I, was I think is really, really, really dope. Yeah. Um, because you, you're setting the mood. It's all about setting the mood. Um, so when, when they come out as a, as a group with a really energetic song, it serves a couple of purposes. Like I said before, it sends a message to all of the other guests. Like, hey, we're, re we're, we're having a good time. We're expecting you to also have a good time, right? Because people are nervous, uh, you know, especially if they're, if they're around people that they haven't met before or, you know, they really haven't interacted with. So it sends that message that, you know what, we're all family here, we're all friends, get up and have a good time. But it also, it, it also saves on time. <laughs> and planners love that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know because my wife is a planner. Um, so wherever we can kind of save 10 minutes or so, we do that. Um, another, another thing is that I like to say that, you know, the wedding is, let's not lose focus of why we're here, right? We're here for the bride and groom or the bride and bride or the groom and groom, right? We're here for the, the newlyweds to celebrate them. You know, I, I think that one of the trends that um, I wasn't too fond of was every single wedding party member coming out to uh, their own song where they're, it's like, this is my two minutes of fame, ah, yeah. right? Like, let, let me let me floss right now for this for the next two minutes. And it's, it, I, I, I get why people want to do it, 
But um, let's not forget that this day isn't about us. It's about them. So that I, I like the trend of the, the group, the entire wedding party coming out to one song or several songs. I've, I've done that as well, where, where we sort of um, switch songs in the middle of one song and um, it just layered the turn up. It was like we were on seven. Now we're on 10. Can you tell us some of those songs you used to have the broader party come in and kind of set the tone? Again, because I've done many Haitian weddings, many um, West Indian weddings, a big song, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher the name, but it's a Nigerian song and it's called Balaya. That song, um, I've played that probably three or four times this year. And it's such a big track because it's heavy bass. Um, and it, and the and the guy isn't saying, the, the artist isn't talking a lot. It's just like he lets the beat do all the talking. Okay. Um, and so that was, a, that was a big one. And that became really popular after one of my couples went viral. Nice. They went, they went viral all over the, all over the internet. And from that point going forward, I had a, a few other couples say, Hey, you know, we'd like to come out to that same song, <laughs> whatever song that was, we'd like to come out to that one. Um, but we've also used, um, uh, Zukla, which is, uh, it's a Haitian song and it's, it, again, it's, uh, an uptempo Kasav song. And, um, it's, it's just energetic. And once they hear that the first like four notes, people already know exactly what it is and they're out of their seats and boom, the doors open. Um, my MC introduces them, Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. Misser, whatever the, the, the combination is. And boom, we're, we're like on 10. Very cool. Good stuff. Okay. Um, so after the reception has officially begun, so we have to get into the dances, either father-daughter dance or mother-daughter dance, depending on if, you know, he passed away or if she was, you know, raised by a single mom. Um, what, what songs have you been noticing there um, for that? Um. You are my African queen is a big one for like a mother mother daughter. What else? Um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna just type these songs and I, I actually have my my Serato open. I don't know why I haven't been using that. Um, so father daughter um, seems to still they seem to still lean towards my girl. Yeah. Um, let's see. And yeah, I think I think my girl is is a big one and and. Isn't She Lovely is also another big one for father-daughter dances. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Can't, can't I'm surprised you didn't say um, that Luther Vandross song. Dance With My Father? Yeah. Oh, dance with, you know why? Um, it's because I, we, I, I had actually discussed that a few times, and I, and I had the same question, like, why don't you want to do that one? But it's because of the backstory behind the song. Ah, yeah. And so it's more – it's – it's it's got a um, a solemn story or a solemn backstory, so people tend to stay away from that. They they that they want to celebrate. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That is a sad song. Now that I think about it. Okay, that's real though. Yeah, you know, dance with my father again. Sort of like I wish he was here. To, right, you know, like he and, passed away. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Or just so yeah. So it's not very conducive to. <laughs> 
Yeah. The, the vibe you want to establish. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, that kind of killed yeah. the right. mood. Yeah. Like, now let's turn back like, up. Right. It's like, you know, they just enter the reception yeah. with all this like, oh, <laughs> like, hey, yeah. we've had a party. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'm crying can't, can't into really, my cocktail. Yeah, now you can't just drop French Montana. Like, Right. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So That's on that same theme, what would you say you say is popular for the the mother son dance? Um, mother son, let me see. Besides, uh, you know, classic boys to men, you know, song for mama. Yeah, mama is by far the most popular one for sure. But um, again, I I like to tell my clients, you know, because that's that's always the request. You know, I'd right. like to use mama, and I go there. You know, there are other songs out there. Like, what was the song that your mom used to listen to growing up? What, when, when you were growing up, what's that one nice. song that you remember hearing? Yeah. You know, and that's what, during that console is when we start to talk about, um, yeah, you know what? Every Saturday, you know, my, we would have to clean the house. Like that was the chore. Like yep. that was the thing that everyone had to do as a family. It was like, I was in charge of cleaning the bedroom and my sister was in charge of cleaning such and such. And we, my mom would always play such and such song. And I go, let's go with that. It doesn't have to be a slow song. It, it, it can be, it can just be an exciting, you know, song that has nothing to do with mama and nothing to do with son, but it's just a song that we remember listening to every Saturday. My mom used to, she loves that song. Boom, let's, let's go with that. So that, that is what's most important to me is the, the, the significance of the song, not the song itself, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Just because it says mama, like, why would you use that song if, your mama doesn't even know who sings that song. Like right. we've, we've, I've had, I've, I've, I've had um, a few clients say, yeah, my mom doesn't really listen. She doesn't even know who boys to men, you know, who they are. Yeah. So why, why are we using mama? Let's, let's use the song that, that means something. And recently I had another, um, another client go viral because they danced to toast my coffee. And oh, okay. they use that song because, Mom and son, they're, they're both dancers. And so they choreographed a song, which was really dope. It was amazing. Um, yeah, and guess what? Toast has nothing to do with mom <laughs> or son or anything, but it was the significance right. to them, and that's what mattered to me. That's fantastic. That's a really great idea, actually. Because, I mean, if you think about it, that that Boyz II Men song is the only song about moms. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can think of a Spice Girls song, but like that's yeah, that's not a, yeah. I was, right? Like, uh, there are no other songs, <laughs> right? <laughs> or like you know, um, I hope you dance by Leanne. Um, oh, yeah. who's this? You know, I hope you dance. Yeah, I think that's and it's just like it's it's cute. Hero is another song. Mariah Carey. Um, uh, what's another song that's that's used? that's been requested pretty often. I'll tell you one song that was, had never been used. And I was like, yo, let's go with that. And they wanted to use t-shirt by Migos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, and, and, yeah. Was just, I was just like, I'm like, okay. Okay. But mom was just like the turn up type. And I was like, right. you know what? Let's, let's go with yeah. that. That's, that's, that's really cool. And, and I, and I think that's when he goes, Mama told me, you know, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so what I did was because I didn't want to 
talk about selling drugs on their right. wedding day. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> I we guess appreciate you could talk openly, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. So I, I, I um, took out the, those words. So it was basically, they were basically, it was the beat, and it was sort of just kind of like saying, Mama told me, hey, hey. Okay. Uh, mama told me, and we kind of went with that, and they had a and they had a good time. Like they, they really turned up for, you know, a minute or so, and then okay. we kind of went to the more emotional song. Nice. Stay tuned for next week's episode.